0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Otter Pod, the official podcast of your Danville Otterbots. To keep up with all things bots, be sure to follow us at Go Otterbots on social media, and as always, get geared up now at danvilleotterbots.com and find your favorite hat and shirt combination sure to have you looking otter this world. Now, without further ado, let's send
1: it over to your host. That's right, Jay. Welcome back to another edition of The Otter Pod, the official podcast of your Danville Otterbots. And what a better way to kick off this episode of The Otter Pod by announcing some breaking news that was released yesterday, year three. Desi Relaford is back as the Danville Otterbots manager for 2023, his third year in the third season, The Otterbots, 11-year MLB veteran. What a a better way to kick off this episode than announcing Desi's back. Absolutely,
0: and it it was the right choice. It was clearly the right choice just based off his experience both within Major League Baseball but also within the Appalachian League. Um, The three years under his belt with our team has really kind of solidified that bond and that relationship. Obviously, having his son, Jevin, as a part of the team, first guest on the Otter Pod, um, really kind of made it more of a family atmosphere here. He really had a great impact um, on the guys in the past two years. This year, as I said on Twitter, we're looking for a ring. I can
1: smell it; it's coming. I I need one. I mean, we, we, yeah, we gotta have. we gotta have the, the banner. We gotta Absolutely. like. I think I think Desi's gonna get them right. He he always gets them right, but you know, things just things don't fall. You know, and they always say you can play uh, you can play a game the perfect way, and you can still lose. That's Absolutely. that's the thing about baseball. So. Um, but yeah, I think that this is going to be a, a great year. Deji's done such a good job of just creating a, a good culture here in Danville, and uh, just uh, you know keeping the morale up no matter what. So I, I'm really excited to see what what we're going to do here for uh, for 2023. It's exciting, so um, exciting. And you know we're we're always looking for more baseball, and it's yep. a perfect
0: segue actually uh, to this episode's guest. Uh, we have with us today Coach Brandon Nania of Patrick and Henry Community College, um, as we've teased. Um, pretty much since the since deal's we, been done yeah. back in uh october we've been teasing that they were playing their whole season here supposed to start this weekend uh, unfortunately due to the rain that we've been getting it's been
1: a lot of it, rain i mean literally every every day well last week it was every other day this week it was every day this week that we just we yeah. were just bombarded with with rain so and
0: so you know i obviously we want to keep the player's safety in yep. mind um the condition of the field was just too unplayable yep. uh, for this weekend. Obviously, there's still plenty of baseball left to be added in the season. Plenty. Um, they're they're moving their games down to Rockingham, so it's going to start on the road as opposed to the originally planned um, home start for opening day. Uh, but we'll get them out here. It's going to be a great time towards the end of February. Um, obviously, we're expecting a lot of great things from these guys. They oh, have yeah. a great program over there. Uh, Coach Naniyad does everything the right way. Very similar to our own manager. So it's great that we have this conversation. To get oh, yeah. A little bit of an insight, not only into uh, the coach's mindset, but what is JUCO? How does it help people? exactly, um, And just their kind of program as a whole. And I guess we'll we'll jump right into it then.
1: Yep. Let's send it over to uh, us again with Coach Brandon Nania. The summer of 2023 is rapidly approaching, and that means Otterbots baseball will soon be back. You will not want to miss the spectacle that is an Otterbots game. And lucky for you, season tickets are on sale now. You can reserve your seat for just $220 and enjoy all of the VIP benefits along with it. What sounds better than your seat reserved for every bot's home game? Custom nameplates on your seats, an in-seat VIP wait service, 10% off all merchandise, access to exclusive events and experiences, and much, much more? Well, nothing. Nothing sounds better than that. Secure your seats now by giving us a call and join us for another star-studded summer of Danville Otterbots baseball. All
0: right, and we are here with Coach Brandon Nania of Patrick and Henry Community College. I know we've been teasing it for the past few weeks, um, but we're finally, the season's here. um, We're ready to go. Brandon, thank you very much for being with us today. It's a pleasure to have you.
2: No, thank you for guys for having me on and, and doing this with me and talking about our season.
0: Absolutely. I, I know the past few weeks have been a little bit of a struggle dealing with the weather and mm-hmm. the rain, uh going back and forth. So hopefully as we, we start to get under the swing of things, it's gonna be much drier for us. We're gonna get better weather mm-hmm. and actually get to play some nice baseball. Um but just with the weekend starting, we wanted to get you on here, just talk a little bit about the season, talk about the guys, um, get a little excitement for you guys um mm-hmm. around your season in general. I know we're excited, I know why it's excited. Uh, but just to start off, just to get a little bit of background about you, I know um adding a little bit more to just baseball helps our fans to connect more with the players and obviously the coaching staff as well. Um how long have you been around baseball?
2: I've been around baseball probably for I'd say a good 18 years something like that. Uh, my dad, he coached at the University of Pittsburgh for for 15 seasons so As soon as I was able to walk and crawl and and do those things, I was I was around the the game of baseball and I I just fell in love with it at at a young age. So, you know, it was it was my passion. It was something I wanted to do. You know, obviously wanted to try to play at the at the highest level, play, you know, the professional baseball. But obviously, obviously didn't make it there. But, you know, I'm doing, you know, what I love and I'm doing with a passion of of coaching these players and, and, you know, trying to get them to the next level and get them to, to those stages.
0: Absolutely. And I know you mentioned, obviously, the goal. I had the same goal of reaching that kind of highest level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're in different positions, um, still around the game, still getting involved with helping these players mm-hmm. reach that point that we actually couldn't get to, um, just kind of giving them that extra boost. Uh, was there any inspiration behind getting into coaching? I know you mentioned your dad was a coach. Was he a, a factor for you?
2: Yeah, I saw the passion and the drive that he had for, for his players and – at a young age, I knew I wanted to get into, into coaching in some type of aspect. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it on, on the high school level or the college level. And then as soon as I graduated from college, I was like, let me give college baseball a try. And, and when yeah. Cody Ellis you know, gave me the assistant job here at, at Patrick Henry the first day, I, I fell in love with it. And I was like, this is what I want to do for, for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. So this is your first year as the head coach over there, correct? Yep. Yes, it is. How yes, you feeling? It, it must be. It must be some nerves around your first season.
2: Yes, no. It there, there's always nerves, you know, being the assistant or or being the head coach. But now you're sitting in in the chair where the wins and losses count on onto your record, and it goes onto to your resume. And you want to make sure that you know you have your players prepared to to go out there and play at, at a high level. But um, you know there, there are a little bit of nerves. But you know, as as a coach, you know, I'm kind of cool cool calm and collected I don't really get too nervous or too amped up but you know I can feel the butterflies in my stomach that opening days right around the corner yeah
0: absolutely and I, I know you mentioned working with uh, the guys to really bring out the best with them and our, our conversations that we've had in the past um, yep. we, we've seen the benefit of that um, through our own team uh, Magnus Ellard obviously had played with you guys uh, yep. back in the I believe it was the 2021 season um, that's when he was with us uh, now I believe he's in the I believe it's the Guardians or is it the Yankees?
2: No, he's, one, he's think, with the Guardians.
0: Yeah, so he he's out there with the Guardians now. I think already um, closer to the to the Double A level, so he he's yeah, rising yeah, pretty take, quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's been awesome to see that. Obviously, we've had his uh, his name out there in the outfield. We're getting a bigger sign for him um, this year along the. Uh, the left field uh, wall and concourse area there. So it'll be nice to have that little uh, memorabilia Mm -hmm. for them there. Obviously the tie with Patrick and Henry, your fans can come see that there's a very real possibility for Mm -hmm. these players to become something much, much more, um, which is always exciting to see. But when you're, when you're trying to bring these guys in, I know it's obviously you guys are treating it as a step to getting these guys towards um, the next Mm -hmm. level, but what's the recruitment process like? What type of guys are you looking for?
2: For me, I just wanna bring in guys that that play the game hard and and play it at at a fearless level they They understand that they're coming in here and they ha- already have that bet on themselves mentality that hey, I might have got overlooked in you know in high school and travel ball, but I just want to bring guys in that have that little bit of grit to them, a little bit of determination that will go out there and give me everything that they they have to to play out there on on that field. I'm not really big on you know I, he needs to be, you know the 6'4", 220-pound body, or he meets the eye test, he can hit, you know, 30 home runs for us or 20 home runs in a season. Yeah, it's nice to get those guys when we get them. But if I'm going out there and recruiting, I'm looking for the guy that, you know, is on and off the field as fast as he can, a guy that runs hard 90s, the guy that gives it everything he had pulling for his teammates and, and you know, just pushing one another on that field.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we, we've seen that, that kind of mentality bring out the best in players, um, mm-hmm. our, our own shortstop Jevin Relliford, who is actually the first guest that we had on the podcast here. Um, his father is our manager, Desi Relaford, 11 year MLB vet, but he, he came in as a freshman, um, kind of struggle battled around two ten. Mm-hmm. Um, really you, you kind of saw that he, he even said it himself that he came in a little cocky. wasn't really sure what mm-hmm. to expect. Um, had a great next uh, college season, came back in with us, batted closer to 300, mm-hmm. was an all-star, all Appalachian League, just was a guy who really learned the importance of grinding and being able to, mm-hmm. to out-compete, not necessarily to be a bad teammate, but to kind of put yourself in a level where you're catching the coach's eye first. You're the guy that they're always going to, to be the next man up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that's something that – you've you've kind of held dear along the same lines yep. um, but are you targeting guys from within the region or is it more of a nationwide reach that you're looking for
2: for us we we, we try to start with the with the state of virginia and try to to kill that, that that part of it you know from you know the western side to the northern side to you know wherever it is in in the state of virginia we want to bring the best talent in state as we possibly can. And then we, know, we kind of venture out. We have guys from Georgia. We have guys from Pennsylvania. We have guys from West Virginia, you know, different, different places on, on the East coast, but we try to target that Virginia area to start. And then, you know, I bring my ties in from being from Pittsburgh, got a lot of connections up in the Western PA area. So try to bring them down here let them understand what junior college baseball was like in, in the state of Virginia in, in region 10, and what else is out there whenever they can move on at the Division One, the Division Two, NAI level, anything like that, that there's baseball and you can compete anywhere up and down the East Coast. You don't have to specifically stay in your state.
0: Absolutely. And I know something that you've you mentioned in, uh, that's been important for you guys is the amount of D1 transfers that you've had um, yeah. as a result of your program, which, I mean, talking with your athletic director this morning, Brian Henderson, he told us it was around 17, which absolutely mm-hmm. blew us away. I know you had told me about them, but I, I didn't realize to the extent of how many you actually had. Oh, yeah. um, so I know it's it's been something that we also we, we kind of pride ourselves on being that extra step, whether they go to mm-hmm. another school from um, the school that they started with before the summer, mm-hmm. or if they go to the major leagues. Um, but in terms of, of junior colleges and other colleges like Patrick and Henry, is that the ultimate goal to have them um, take that next step towards a division or a four-year full program or more towards going into the MLB, getting drafted, finding a contract that way?
2: Um, it, it just depends on on the player. We'll have guys that come in here and have the aspirations and have the, the drive to go get that major league contract, get drafted. And then we have some guys that, you know, want to go to college, want to get the get the college experience and then see where, you know, the next two years have taken them. But the cool thing here with, with Patrick Henry is a lot of these guys come in and they don't have a lot of offers out of high school. They have maybe some Division three right. ODAC offers, some junior college Offers elsewhere, but they they pick they pick Patrick Henry and pick Martinsville, Virginia, because they understand the development piece that that we have. When they come in here, they know that they're gonna get the best of of, of the coaching staff, and they're gonna push them, and they're gonna understand. What hard work looks like in between those lines, and then in the weight room, and then in in the classroom. So, they're going to come in here, and the development is is the biggest piece for for us, and our biggest recruiting tool is, hey, you know, you, it doesn't matter what happened in high school, it doesn't matter who recruited you. If you want to come here and bet on yourself, and you know, try to play Division One baseball, play Division Two baseball, play professional baseball, this is your avenue to to come to. And you, you said we sent you know sixteen guys on to Division One schools last year besides one of them none of them had those offers out out of high school or as as freshmen here at patrick County. yeah yeah
0: no that's awesome and you know we we actually talked today with brian just about how our coach jesse had said something along the lines we do a little pre-season meeting with the whole team and what he kind of says to them is look we're, we're here to make you guys better you're here to get better but unless you're allowing yourself to get better. There's, there's nothing really else we can do. Um, so that kind of that importance of wanting to get better and quote, unquote, having that dog in you, so to speak of, Uh of really having that competitive edge to you. Um, but as we look ahead to the the twenty twenty three season, who are some guys that we need to be looking out for as we watch these games?
2: So our our center fielder um, Bobby Lane, he's committed to to VCU. He bounced back to us from uh, University of Cincinnati. So he's a guy that's going to be an impact right into the middle of the order at the top of the order um, for us. Um, from i uh, came from campbell he's going to be a saturday guy for us and then spencer williams left-handed pitcher he's been you know up up to 92 uh he's committed to liberty that's a guy that you know is going to be our opening day starter he's going to pitch game one for us he's got he's got the stuff to to you know get us to where we need to be so i'm excited i'm about him on the mound and then we got a bunch of key pieces you know in in the bullpen we have alex knipe who's going to come out of the bullpen uh drew fisher who was with us last year he's going to come out of the bullpen. Uh, a freshman, Matthew Drumgold, who's you know been you know upper upper nineties for us. He's going to come in and, and close some games, and then. Uh... Landon Abrahamson he's a he's a two-year uh not two-year guy but he's a uh he's a transfer to us but he's going to be a two-way guy he's going to see time with the uh with the bat but he's also going to see a lot of time on on the mound he's been you know 92-94 a guy that's going to you know come in and and, and shut some games down so you know it's exciting seeing those pieces and kind of put it all together and you're like hey you know we got we got a bullpen we got it we got a starting rotation that you know give us something and then offensively, I think we got a bunch of, a bunch of thumping in, in the lineup. That's, that, that's my, that's my forte right there. I can sit and talk hitting with these guys all day long, but, um, you know, you got John Boy Rittenhouse, who's at third base. He, he batted 268 last year, had 12 home runs, you know, 40 plus RBIs, you know, 20 plus doubles. So he's a guy that's going to be the RBI producer, the guy that's going to be, you know, in the, in the middle of the order for us. And then Bryce Lane, he's a, uh, he's from IMG Academy. He's going to be at shortstop, uh for us so he's going to be exciting i think you know he has the talent to play you know power five baseball or at the professional you know ranks it's just you know him getting into into the weight room a little bit more him you know doing the behind the scenes things a little bit more for us but i think he has that that talent right there and then um second base is just going to be kind of a, a battle for guys right now we kind of have who we think is going to get out there but you know the, those guys at second base are going to be awesome, and then behind the plate we have a bunch of returners: Joey Pluski who transferred in from the University of Pittsburgh; Brennan Burke, who transferred in from Western Carolina, and then um, Jake Weaver, who is back with us this year. And then we will have Andrew Keitling, who transferred in. So those four guys are are going to see time. Um, they all can catch with the best of them. So it's going to be hey, you know, when we get into that run, who who who's the hot hand? Where where where? Right, there? right. But I think. Yeah, but I think offensively with with all those guys out there it's going to be it's
0: going to be super exciting. That, yeah, that, um, that gets me very amped up just hearing it. Mm -hmm. I I know our ticket holders and our fan base here, they've been looking for Mm -hmm. some more baseball, but not just any baseball, quality baseball. And obviously that's, that's something you guys are able to provide us. Um, just based off of the past few seasons, seeing the incredible success you guys had, Mm -hmm. um, obviously changing over from Martinsville to our field, it's a bit different. Obviously we have a much larger or higher wall, at least that goes all the way across, Mm -hmm. um, Obviously, we saw that bring back a lot of home runs from our season. Um, obviously, we're a uh, bat league. Do you expect that yep. to have some sort of impact on your guys?
2: Um, we've kind of bounced around from a, duff, a bunch of different fields. This, mm-hmm. this spring, just getting them prepared and, you know, just getting out, out there to see what they can do. Uh, we played on high school fields where, you know, it's tr- traditional, you know, three ten, three fifteen down the lines, you know, you know, 385 to dead center. They're putting them right. out at ease. We went out to – Went out to Ferrum College, and they they just were just hitting baseballs all over the park, out of the baseball park. So, me personally, I don't think it's going to have any, you know, effect on it. Like you said, you guys are, are, are a wood bat, and it takes a little time to, to figure out the wood bat from that yeah. But but. I also think that they're gonna be they're gonna be just fine at any park they go to. But uh, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, we can't think we can't think the long ball, we gotta think gaps, we gotta think doubles, and then they're gonna they're gonna get out of the baseball park. But like I said previously, I think this lineup is gonna have a ton of a ton of authority in it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. No, we're we're looking forward to it. I know yep. um, there's there's going to be a lot of excitement around the season. Obviously, mm-hmm. having more baseball um, at the ballpark oh, yeah. is is certainly never a bad thing. No, um, you
2: can't can't ha- can't have too much baseball, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Honestly, if it were up to me, we'd be having more. I know why um, he he likes to have his weekends in the fall to be able to watch the football, but I'd happily sacrifice those weekends to have more <laughs> hey, baseball hey. here. I can tell you that.
2: That's why they got YouTube. That's why they got the replays. You can watch it any time, but you got to watch baseball live. All right. Exactly.
0: At this point in the season, I've caught myself watching some Red Sox postseason highlights of the past few years and just kind of getting myself amped up for another disappointing season. So I'm ready to go.
2: Well, welcome to the club on that I tell myself every season I'm not going to buy into the Pittsburgh Pirates I'm not going to buy into them. spring <laughs> training rolls around I, I, I'm buying the MLB package I'm not missing a game and then they get to all-star break and they just shoot straight down I'm like are you kidding me right now you guys had my hopes up this year
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah well hey you know at least we're we're going to have some peace and be able to watch some good baseball from you guys and at least we can guarantee mm-hmm. that. Um oh, so I know uh, we're we're all very excited. Um hoping that mm-hmm. the weather's going to be more cooperative as we get into the, under the swing of things. As oh, yeah. you mentioned, your guys are uh resilient. They've been bencing around. Oh, yeah. They if they mm-hmm. if they're able to get through this, they're going to be one hell of a team. I can tell you that.
2: Oh, and and that, that, that's the kind of grit they have right now. That's the kind I guess the memo that they're putting out to each other, it doesn't matter where we're at, where we're practicing, where we're playing, we're going to give it every everything that that we have. And it's exciting to see that just because I feel like there's a a, a lot of teams that might have just kind of packed it in and said, hey, you know, we might not have the facilities that we had before to get out there and practice and get you guys better. But they, they they just take it on full, full head and just say, hey, you know, we're gonna get better no matter what. It doesn't matter where we're practicing, where we're playing. We gotta we gotta get better. We gotta get out of here. We gotta develop it. It comes from the leadership. It comes with the leadership that that we have. There's guys that have felt the heartbreak of of you know getting close to to winning a championship and falling just short. And I think they understand that it this is what it takes to get to this level. So it's, it's exciting to see them kind of bond and, you know, them pull for each other and make sure that they're all doing the right things and staying down, down the right path.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A team that's united is hard to beat for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, exactly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Well, I know we've taken a good chunk of your time here. So thank you very much for uh, giving us this little insight, not only into you, but into the season. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we're looking forward to it and we're, we're getting ready to see some baseball.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I cannot wait. Opening day is, is, you know, two days away. So I'm, I'm super excited and I can't wait for, for our, our guys and your fans and our fans to come to Danville and, you know, w- w- watch
0: these players play. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll uh, see it in just a short little while here. So um, good luck on the season. Um, thank, thank you for you. everything. I'm sure we'll be in touch. Maybe we can do another one of these, just a little check-in mm-hmm. midway through the season oh, yeah. to see how the boys are doing. Yeah. Um, but once again, thank you very much, Brandon. It was a pleasure having you on. No, Jacob, I
2: I appreciate it, and I can't wait to see everybody out at the ballpark. Awesome. Thank you very much, Brandon.
1: You're welcome. Bye-bye. In 2022, we had some great partners, didn't we? From special game nights to exciting giveaways, our partners helped us put on an amazing show. Without our partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and bring baseball to the city of Danville. If you and your business are looking for a way to immerse yourself in the community and with the Otterbots, feel free to give us a call or stop by the office. We have amazing things coming in 2023, but with opportunities going quickly, don't wait. We cannot wait for what's to come. All right, and we are back here. Uh, quick thank you to
0: Coach Nania for taking the time. I know he's got a busy schedule. He actually sat down with us um, in between hitting groups, so that was that was <laughs> nice of him to take some time. I know, obviously, preparing for a season is no oh, yeah. easy feat. Um, just uh, a little baseball news as we uh, keep this episode kind of short here. Just wanted to put the emphasis on the interview with Coach Nania. Uh, but there are a couple mm-hmm. of things that happened this past week that I just wanted to go over real quick. Uh, first of which, which I didn't see first. You actually had shown me. Um, Jazz Chisholm
1: is on the cover of the show. Dude, I, the thing about this is, and you know I'm not a, I'm not a huge baseball guy, so uh, – so be it. Maybe maybe I'm just stupid, but I swear to God, I had not heard of Jazz Chisholm before he was announced as the cover of the MLB, MLB 23 See, or MLB Show 23. Like I swear to God, I didn't know he existed until he was. And like, and you like there was rumors before, and like it's not a big deal. It's just the cover of a of a video game, whatever. But like, when you look at the past covers, like last year was. Uh, you know, Shohei Ohtani. year before that was Tatis. Like, superstars. And I feel like they're kind of banking on Jazz Chisholm to, like, break out and be one of those superstars, which he absolutely can. Like, yeah, you know, there were so many other options to to put on the cover. And again, I didn't know who he was until it was announced. So That's why,
0: like, I, I was looking through TikTok and uh, this video came up that just was a collection of other... Um, Players has the the, As the cover, cover. Yeah, um, with like the graphics made up and everything right. look very realistic and everything. There's probably 20
1: players that they yeah, listed do easily should have been there. And, and like, and I know I told you this earlier. I know Judge was just on the cover, but I feel like even him would have been a better option just because of the season he had. Like literally, and and we also talked about this earlier about Albert Pujols being on the cover. He would have been a, a. I know he's retired, but just keep him in the game yeah, for one like extra his year. Retirement, yeah, yeah, like. I don't, they have legends in the game. It's exactly, like I mean, the alternate yeah. cover is Jeter. So
0: yeah, they had a alternate Ken Griffey cover one yeah. year. Yeah, I mean,
1: like I don't know. I feel like Jazz Chisholm is not the best option, and it's I know he's got like a deal with like San Diego Studios or whatever it is. Juan but. Soto, Raffy Devers, Andy, No uh, No, Ozzie Albies, Ronald Acuna. Acuna would uh, I I think
0: Acuna would J Rod out in Seattle, my boy.
1: I don't know how Acuna didn't get on last year. I mean, I know Otani had like a well, injury, breakout. Injury. Yeah, but I mean, he was like, yeah, yeah like he. I feel like he's a shoe in for. He's got to be on the cover at least once before his. I, you know, I think he will be. Like, I he's think... a star, right? Like he's. I, I don't. I... Like he's like, one no of those players. To, like I have no, nothing against Jazz. Like. Yeah, no, nothing. it's nothing. It's just like there's so many other but, better options. Uh, did you
0: watch the intro video for like the announcement?
1: I think I saw a clip of it, but I don't.
0: It was all about Jazz, like saying like how. They could play with this kind of like attitude, that yeah. like the new age attitude, because oh, people didn't think we were gonna make it to the majors. Yeah, if you're putting someone on the cover because he has
1: exciting bat flips, flashy moments, yeah. and
0: things like that.
1: Well, what I are mean, we doing? I feel like that's that's what they're marketing towards because you, you know you've got you got to have something something flashy to market, right? Because like if he's got if he does these crazy bat flips, it's like. They're posted all over Twitter. It's like, oh, look what Jazz Chisholm did. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we can market that through Yeah, but think about it. Who who's your market for a video game to begin
0: with? It's the teenagers, college kids, obviously you have the younger age groups too, but they're not gonna get as into a baseball game as yeah. People who are, are more closely following the sport. But you're gonna get that target market with whatever superstar you put on the cover. Yeah, I didn't buy last year's the show because oh, it's Shohei Ohtani. I well,
1: could and that's care what, less. Well, and that's my thing. I think it's also like they did it because yeah, like in their eyes, he's like an up-and-coming star, but it's also like people are going to buy the game anyway, so who cares who we put on the cover. You know, like and it's not But honestly, part of me thinks they're more thinking along the line of your original thought of
0: this will bring in more people. Like this right. is See, that I, new age of baseball. But you could say that about Pretty much anyone in the majors now, like they're yeah. they're all about that new age of baseball. Yeah, they're exactly. The showy the bat flips. The that's have what the like fun, I the Acuna energy. is the
1: same way. Like yeah. you know he's got all the chains and everything. Like he's he's a cool player. So I don't see why. But yeah, I guess that's just their prerogative. They just wanted to they they wanted to have him on the cover, and you know it is what it. I like a cool cover. I like all the colors. I think it's. I mean, it's. I think it's unique looking. I just don't know if it was the right choice. Just me though.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think there's again no shade to, to jazz yeah no hopefully'll he'll, he'll have that superstar career that this is setting him up for but exactly yeah um definitely yeah, I mean it, personally I feel like it
1: kind of puts pressure well, on him too to, exactly you know, and 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 if he does end up turning to a superstar it's like okay well they put him on the cover too early because imagine if he just has a breakout year this year and goes well, off the same and then which it's like it
0: was 2018 after his 2017 50 or whatever how many home runs he ended up with uh that season but like which is great, yeah. But now he just broke the AL record, and for he's home not, on, yeah, he's yeah. not on the cover. I feel like that would have been a,
1: a yeah, perfect moment for. Like it, that's but. the thing. Like,
0: of course, it makes sense because they're they're jumping on the hot thing at the moment, yeah. Um, which like Judge back in twenty seventeen, exactly. this new rookie just came out of nowhere and hit fifty bombs. Yeah, like, that doesn't happen every day. Um, obviously Jazz is one of the leaders of the new age of baseball, but yeah, I still think like he's one of the leaders, right. But at least with Judge's case, you had a rookie who hit 50 bombs. Like that's a reason to be on the cover.
1: Yeah, I think you know, Judge is just flashy, and they like that aspect of his game, which is fine. Which uh, is fine. Like I'm all about that. Like I exactly. love
0: seeing that in the field, the the emotion, the the passion. Oh yeah, I think everything. it adds a ton to the to the sport.
1: You know, it does have, for sure. Yeah. Even
0: even if you are batting like around 200, like you're still able to have that passion. Exactly.
1: Like if you if you if you hit a, a walk off bomb. Like, dude, what you should absolutely flip your. Like, yeah. I don't see a but problem like, with it
0: if it's if it's based on passion. Put me on the cover, then.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like that, that's such a low bar to be to be putting out but there. I mean, I guess if you do, if you look back at all of the covers, it is guys who are. Well, I guess Otani is different. I think in that aspect because mm-hmm. of you know he's 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 just kind of a, he's mm-hmm. one of those like star players. If you look like Tatis is is that guy who is, you know, he's he's outgoing, he does all the the crazy things. Even back to like Javi Baez when he was on the cover, <laughs> you know, he's that same player who yeah, he was he was he was a good player, but also I think it was a a, a part of, so of let me, him let me being just kind you know, of like, Al, El Mago and he was he was just kind of There there was crazy more to player. it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Just just looking at this. You played 60 games last year. 254 batting average. Yeah. Granted, 14 home runs in 60 games. That ain't half bad. That's for sure. Especially
1: yeah, but, and considering. Then, and then in 21, he, he played 100, 124 and had hit, four, less, yeah. or four more home runs. He, like that, he, he
0: definitely has the pop, and that's what I'm saying. He has the potential to be there, but you're putting a guy who played 60 games in 2022 on the cover of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's questionable. It's a questionable decision, and you know, but, I, you know I think
0: that's kind of the sentiment that everyone's kind of been feeling. That there's nothing against Jazz, like no, he, no, absolutely. He is not. exciting. I'd love to see him go on to do great things, but it's again, just a, it's a head scratcher yeah, for sure. Don't want to be a dead horse, obviously. There's better choices. Uh, speaking of better choices, though, I showed you this morning um, or yesterday actually, it was comical, really. The uh, the spring training hats. Oh, I, I'm Lord. hoping I'm hoping it's like a, just a commemorative fan. Yeah, hat. dude. I they're, hope those they're are, are fake. God awful. It looks like something you get off DH Gate. Like for, for those real. of you who don't know, they're not even floral. I want to say floral, it's, but they had a bird on the Chicago Cubs. Yeah,
1: yeah dude. It's like uh it's it's a strange look for sure. Uh, there it is. There it is. Like it's such forty a, bucks
0: on fanatics.
1: Forty dollars for this. There is a bird. Yeah, I mean it's like it, it looks, is floral, but it looks like something you'd see. It literally looks like your grandmother's like, uh, like bedroom set. So this is that, what would, be me. Be- like that would be Cubs, on her. It Chicago Cubs
0: new era spring training, but it doesn't say like that it's not the
1: actual spring training. Yet. That's concerning. We'll go back. Like, go to the because um, that's not a mesh back. The spring trainings are the are the so mesh those backs. ones are the BP. Okay. Oh well. So yeah, these must be the. That's why I like. That's a snapback though. So I that don't. That is a snap. Do back. They have the fitted.
0: But they have like snapbacks of like normal. That's true. Hats. Let's see. I feel that's like, actually kind of a nice hat. You should you should get that.
1: Is that what is that like? Tri blend. Yeah. I don't love that. Yeah, but whatever. Here's my thing. I feel like every year the spring training hats get worse. Like last year the guys complained because of the mesh backing and how their heads would get sunburnt. Oh, yeah. Because wait, of the okay, mesh backing. Okay, here it
0: is. Oh, wait. But I feel like every year. Oh, here it is. Okay, so Chicago Cubs, New Era 2020. Oh, that's 2022. What? I never saw them wear that.
1: The thing about baseball is there's so many um, – so many hats
0: Oh, here's the other one. That's the that one seen. Well, so like, why is there a cactus
1: on there? Cuz they're out, they, they they're out in Arizona, so That's I guess that. Part that of it, it looks sense. awful. I'll, say, yeah, it I'll tell you that. It looks awful. These are just all questionable decisions what by What is this purple hat? I that's a great that's question. That's ugly. I, well, let's go to the go to the the Red Sox then. Let's look at the Red Sox. Wait, hang
0: on. I don't know Uh, The Red Sox don't have a page. What? I'm kidding. I just don't want to be roasted.
1: I just just roasted the Cubs. They have one of the ugliest hats I've ever seen as their spring training. I mean, that's disgusting. Come on. It literally looks like someone's (laughs) – What is (laughs) is that? that?
0: You don't need to put the outline of Massachusetts. With these these
1: disgusting city jerseys. That's disrespectful. That's marathon colors. Ever heard of it? Yes, but it doesn't make it look. It doesn't look good. Does the colors? Do you in know it. what it symbolizes? I do. You are a but, terrible person. But the you are a see that don't doesn't look, look bad.
0: I get the mesh like they don't like the mesh, but it's not terrible. No, the, I don't.
1: That's not bad. But no,
0: I want to see the the floral version.
1: Yeah, no, the floral. I don't know. Chicago was the only one I saw with like the floral look. I don't know why that was awful.
0: Honestly, even if it's not like the spring training hat and they think that's just a good design to Yeah, put even out yeah, there. even
1: if we're wrong and it's not the spring training hat and it's still it's still That's hideous. that's ugly. Like that, that hat's is. not Oh bad. no, it is You're kidding. And look, they put
0: the palm tree for the Florida teams. Oh my god. That is
1: atrocious. There's two birds. There's three birds. <laughs> Dude, that is hideous. Come on, that can't be the hats, right? I guess it is. Are you kidding me? Who thought Who thought that was a good <laughs> idea? They're so bad, dude. Why are there so many ugly hats? Why is hats? there purple? Why do we both have purple? It must be a thing they're doing. We don't have that. That looks like a Dodgers hat. Yeah, it does look like a Dodgers hat.
0: Do yourself a favor. Go to Fanatics. These hats are wild.
1: Yeah, yesterday they were on sale, so you could have gotten them for cheaper, which is probably uh, better than not. There's still eight cheaper. hours left. By the time we post, we post this
0: tonight, it'll probably be about four hours left. So you got. Uh, there's free shipping on you got these. Time. Yeah, you. Uh, you these are a 24
1: ship. for These are some of the shipping. worst hats I've ever seen. But if you like a not ugly hat, uh, DanvilleOtterbots.com. We have plenty of not ugly hats. All of them actually. Are not ugly, and they're not Beautiful. even close to these monstrosities that you see on the fanatics website. These are we, we do not do
0: floral or no. uh, bird hats, so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, th- I think we're okay on that.
1: Fact. And we will never actually no, we will do not. that unless
0: no, nope. no, unless we're not doing it.
1: I I, I couldn't it's think close, of anything. Done. So there's no scenario no, which I would
0: ever wear that hat.
1: No grandma, I can't even, why would I wear that to a suit. beach even?
0: What? I, I wouldn't even wear that to a beach.
1: No, I wouldn't wear it anywhere. I'd burn Nowhere. it. Nowhere. Because it's disgusting. It's it nasty. Look, it looks. It's nasty. Well, uh, you know, that's, let's move on to our final topic of discussion NFL championship weekend. Uh, just happened, you know, the NFC champions or the Philadelphia Eagles. And can I say something? And, and this is not to. Uh, Disrespect any Eagles fans who listen to our podcast, um, because it's not all of you. But Eagles fans are the worst fans in the National Football League. They are. I mean, what's up with you Gilberts. guys? Man? Like, like, what's Gilberts. up? What's up with the Eagles fans, dude? Because they're like.
0: I want to tell you something. There's so and I don't want you to get mad at me for when I say it.
1: Okay. I'll see. We are all Eagles fans next Sunday. Uh, well, yes, we have to be because I'm not rooting for the Chiefs. And then, and that's what I'm saying. I'm rooting for the Eagles, but the fans make it so hard, dude, because – like
0: they do. And, like, like – The fans, Mahomes' wife, whoever you want to call it, it's just – Well,
1: and that's actually worse. Mahomes' wife might What's might be worse. Brittany, Brittany Mahomes. Oh it's her name. What do you mean? No, I know. I just completely forgot. <laughs> She's married to him. But either way, so the Chiefs uh take down the Bengals in what was just an all time
0: Good job to the refs. Congrats to the refs. Oh. Um they had a lot to do with the way. Well they did, um, but the
1: last the last play where you know Mahomes was pushed out of bounds when he was clearly going out of bounds. You can't do that. I I I have to say, you cannot you cannot do that. And I was it's disappointing. There were some-
0: other mis- no, there were some bad that, calls that, in the
1: game. There were some bad calls, I think. But you know, Chiefs, 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 Eagles is the matchup, not the matchup I wanted. It's kind of a gross one. I was, I was pulling for Niners, Bengals. Um, but I guess if, if I have to root for a team, it's going to be the Eagles. Honestly, because, it's not even like it's a bad thing to me. Like, normally it would be to root for the Eagles, but I'm like, I'm all in, like, no way do I want it. I cannot stand the Chiefs. Well, I this, know we have Chiefs fans. Well, this whole thing, this whole thirst trap over Travis Kelsey, you know, like there's a whole thing on TikTok now where he's like talking to, uh, to, I the guess his interview. No, it's oh. talking to like his niece, and he says like, "Hey, baby girl," and like these girls are like. Thirsting over this weird, it's it's weird. And so Travis Kelsey, great player. I mean, also he's, him he's screaming a, like, yeah, put dude. some respect on him. Like, no, I'm no, sorry, does every, he not have respect? Everybody respects him, dude. He's the best quarterback in the league. It's not even a question. There's no well, question about now, that now he old.
0: is because Tom Brady's retired. Also, I should have. I don't know why we didn't mention that on the list here. Tom Brady. Thank you. <laughs> no, we're not thanking you, Brady. I'm going to thank Tom Brady. I hated you for the past three years because you're a traitor uh basically benedict arnold you're just the worst thing but before that you were the greatest thing ever to exist uh you brought me six years of happiness with many more that were happy until they ended in sadness specifically two giant super bowls yep that i would have back uh but you know enjoy retirement I know you don't have a family anymore, so...
1: Yeah, you ruined that last year. You should have retired that, last that year. That kind of stinks, uh, but
0: you you were a great quarterback, by far the greatest of all time. There's no one that's going to come near uh, seven rings. There's
1: somebody that will come near greatest no of all one, time, but if you're, he's the greatest if of all time. If you are... He's the greatest of all time. I'm stop, not... Stop. I'm not, I'm not... I'm. It's not even negotiable. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not even... Tell him. Who? What do you mean, who? Are you going to say Justin Fields right now? What do you mean, Who? Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. That's what I'm saying. You were just saying that someone else was going to be better. No, I have someone else has the potential, and it's Mahomes. Mahomes has potential. Like, obviously, he's got to rack up. He's got to rack up championships. How old is Mahomes right now? I don't know. He's 27, 28.
0: And he has one ring? Yeah, he might have two. That's cute. He might have two. That's cute. In his 20s, Brady's had three. Talent wise? Oh, in his 30s, he had two more. And then in his 40s, he had two more. Well, so think think about this. And also, Also, I don't count the seventh. The seventh doesn't count because. I don't recognize those years,
1: Benedict Arnold years, the Trader well, years. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Mahomes talent wise is probably the best quarterback of all time. Like with like skill set wise, he probably is. But when you're when you gotta count accolades, right? Like Brady is the best of all time. Skill set wise. Like no, I'm saying like really because he th- he can throw the ball while he's
0: going down, like that little flip. Yeah, the dude, other day I mean that Romo lost his mind. He was, dude, oh, my god Tony Romo, I, and they Tony, called it
1: back within seconds. Yeah, so that, that was get out of here. no. That I um, hate Tony Romo. Like he, he's so, he's so bad. Uh, well, yeah, oh, here we go, Jim. It's gonna be um. Oh, he's gonna throw the football probably on this play. I think he's gonna throw it to Kelsey. Oh, there it is, touchdown. I hate Tony Romo, but no, that's what I'm saying. Tom Brady, athletically, you can't tell me this guy is is a top ten athlete of all time. Like, athletic-wise, no. Dude, dude moves like a statue. Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time, yes. But, like, t- talent-wise, Mahomes probably is the best quarterback we've seen play the game. Mahomes is the NFL Garrett Cole. No. They're both Kermits, and they both suck. Now, he is a Kermit, but he doesn't suck. They both suck. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. And also, if he has, if he he has if he gets another ring next Sunday – and he's got two rings, and then and we're looking at, you know, the AFC is getting harder. So I, I don't know if, if they can win, you know, three more. With, no. But they're done. The only team that could do it um,
0: was really the Patriots. So now that that dynasty is over, we will never see anything like it again. No, especially um, not with Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. No, or, like I'm just saying, in general, we'll never see it from any team ever again. Uh, certainly not the Bears. But um, you know, at the end of the day, Tony Romo, you're fired. Tom he Brady. Be. He's awful. R.I.P., thank you for everything you've done. And unless you have anything else to say, I'm done. Moment of silence for Tom Brady.
1: Moment of silence for Tom Brady. We'll give it a, we'll give it ten seconds here for your career. Is that ten seconds? <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom, for all of the memories that you Thanks, provided, Tom. Jacob, uh, and for all the memories that you provided the Atlanta Falcons fans. Yep. Um, but and Seahawks, and Seahawks, fan, but that was and more everyone that they beat that was in Russell six
0: championships in the past twenty years. Yep. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed the interview yes, with Coach do. Nania. We have some great baseball coming up in just a couple weeks here, so stay tuned for all that. And Wyatt, you know what to do. I know what to do, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Let's go, BOTS!